and welcome to episode eight of On an Unrelated Note. I am Chris, and as always, alongside me or along across the computer waves is Daniel. How are you, sir? Several hundred miles to the south. <laughs> and uh, much warmer? Um, probably, yeah. I don't know. You, have, you guys have had a nice couple of days yeah. Uh, it started out uh, almost 70 this morning, and now it's in the 30s, so we've taken a dive, unfortunately, back into winter. It's supposed to snow this weekend. Ooh. Uh, yeah. It is currently 79 here. Oh, that uh, sounds nice. We're going to have a big cool down ourselves this weekend, all the way down to a high in the like mid-60s or something. So. Man, I, uh, I could handle that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not mad at it. Uh, I am. Uh, we were actually just talking. I uh, do get to enjoy that weather uh, fairly soon since on the end of May, around May 25th, actually, uh, we will be heading down to Florida for a week and a half. Good day. Good day to be down here. <laughs> Nothing yeah, special that day for sure. No, just, just <laughs> very Florida day. <laughs> Uh, well, um, last week we, uh, we started off on a, a new metal, uh, new, new metal band, uh, conversation, which yeah. drew us into the direction of, uh, embarrassing albums, which honestly, I feel like most of the albums, I didn't find that embarrassing. So we decided that we were going to do our own embarrassing albums list, uh, that, uh, and, and I will say before we start, I own some of these, so I, I fully, fully admit that I own some of these terrible albums. And uh, I, um, we, we also had a conversation about this. We, we're trying to do a band, not just like a band's collection, just one album from a band, or like you could, you can throw in another album if you got more. But um, it, uh, it was hard to narrow it down sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think I've got mine are kind of in two categories. One is basically I liked the band and then they put out an album that was really terrible, ruined them for me. And the other category are just bands that were like flat out terrible from the start. (laughs) So it's usually like their debut album is like, "Eh, that's bad enough. Yeah. (laughs) So, Uh, so we're, we're gonna, we're gonna start basically with the, the smallest offender, the one that like is probably not quite as terrible as, uh, as the last one we go to, mm-hmm. um, on my list, like I even have some bands that had, like you just said, like early albums that were good, but then later on it was like, well, we decided to suck. So yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. uh, if you want, you can go ahead and uh, kick us off with your, your first. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to start out <clears throat> with probably the most controversial one. Get it out of the way. There's an album that this band put out subsequently that I actually really like. But for some some reason, this album was highly overrated for me, especially since like everybody I knew in high school had a copy of it and decided that they wanted to play it nonstop. Um, and that is Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I was trying to guess what I thought it would be. That's not what I went with, but that's a that's a good call on everyone owning that stupid album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wondered if you could figure that one out <laughs> on my description because there are a couple others that um, that meet those criteria. Um, Hybrid Theory to me again, not a bad album. Uh, the first, the, the lead track was um, was their first single i should say was one step closer i actually like that song really yeah. well um i think the more songs were played you know overplayed um you know basically the more you heard a song on the radio the more i ended up not liking it um just because i got tired of hearing it so like in the end top of the list like i could definitely do with never hearing that song again <laughs> um you know, it's and again, I their follow up Meteora, I really like it. Just a, a solid yes, album, good. and they did drop a lot of the new metal kind of stuff. Uh, you know, they're still rapping and all that, but it's not as quite generic new metal uh, as as Hybrid Theory was. I just like every every kid that like tried to fight me in high school like, looked <laughs> to Hybrid Theory constantly. They're like, <laughs> It's my fuel, man. That monster energy drinks or whatever. Oh, gosh. I guess it was uh, Red Bull was the thing back then, if Is I remember correctly. Yeah. Not, not quite the monster yet. <laughs> People are still getting wings. <laughs> I never got into the whole energy drink thing. So. Uh, I had one and thought they were disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm not on the caffeinated carbonated stuff to begin with this so is true it's just like a version of that for me, but. <laughs> uh, well that um i i'll i'll start this by saying they uh they, they did not make my list but they almost made my list and it would have been that album so i'm, I'm glad <laughs> i didn't uh i didn't include it uh but i will start with um i'll start with corn um before i say the album uh, since I mentioned this already, Corn was one of those bands who started out so good. Like their first few albums were great. And I feel like they started to teeter on this edge of be careful with what you're doing because you're falling into a different type of music with Follow the Leader. Um, like that's where everything, like there were some good songs on there, but you could hear this weird transition. And the, the album I picked was a few albums later, uh, was the uh, See You on the Other Side album. Interesting. And I had to go back and listen. It was between that one and Untouchables, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And I had to go back and listen. And the reason I went with this one was this one had this weird, like generic radio rock sound that they didn't have in the beginning. And I don't even know where it came from, but like, it was the least creative music I have ever heard. <laughs> so I just, I, I couldn't even handle it. It was, uh, it was just not good. I, um, I don't really have a lot more to say about it than it was just a really, really uncreative album. <laughs> That's interesting that you say that because, um, you know, corn at times, you know, you mentioned liking their early stuff. It was very creative. Um, it was, uh, you know, they, I mean, a lot of new metal is, 
known for mixing genres and uh, they did it with the best of them. Oh yeah. Uh, and they had that, you know, that kind of, you know, interesting bass sound, some really kind of weird meandering guitar lines <laughs> and stuff and like interesting drum tuning. I mean, they like really had it figured out and then somewhere they're just like, nah, we're going to phone it in. That's exactly. It's like they wanted to be, it's not like they weren't already one of the most popular bands on the planet, but like it, it was like they wanted the other side of the fans that didn't get their music. And they were like, well, we know how to do that. Let's just be generic. Huh. I, I, I can't think of another reason that they tried to <laughs> off. Um, they had a couple lineup changes. Who knows what really caused it, but yeah. they, uh, <laughs> This is definitely chalk this one up to formerly good band. <laughs> Boring. That's uh, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note, uh, that's actually that segues perfectly into my <laughs> pick um, because this is this isn't like a band that was doing interesting stuff and then just got boring. This is quite possibly the most boring band I have ever heard in my life, um, which is impressive because, like, generally you can make yourself sound either interesting in a likable way or at least interesting in, a, like, so bad that it's like, well, okay, that you know, what did they do to make themselves this bad? <laughs> this is just, like, the most bland band ever. And, like... Given the album title, like that's part of the disappointment is the fact that the album title lends itself to believe that it is anything but bland. But my gosh, was it? <laughs> and that is 13 Ways to Bleed on Stage by uh, Cole. My gosh, I have never been closer to falling asleep in my car than the day I put borrowed copy of that album no i think i actually owned it now that i think about it but my gosh like <sighs> they were bad <laughs> oh man <laughs> and it was like i and not to interrupt you but like it was almost like they were on the precipice of always wanting to be heavy but never getting there and making the same song every single track <laughs> i didn't know how <laughs> And, and that doesn't even get into the lyrics, which are also just really bad. Um, yeah, just flat out the most boring band I've ever heard. <laughs> I think they are only, I think they only got a record deal because they were like discovered by Fred Durst and like he could have like signed like, I don't know, a pile of my dog's crap or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the deal based on that, I don't know. But. <laughs> oh, Fred Durst. This <laughs> kid. <laughs> All right. Um, honestly, uh, I had not planned on going this direction, but since we're doing that, um, I am, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go to my next one. And um, this is only because you, uh, you segued for me. Um, my next one is Limp Biscuit, but uh, I I struggled with this like a lot, and it's because they had in my mind I thought three dollar bill y'all was bill y'all was 
a good album. And I went back and listened to it. I was like, well, it's not as good as I remember. Um, there are a few songs that aren't terrible, but it was nowhere near as good as I, I had played it in my mind. <laughs> so uh, I did not go with that album, though. Um, I was very torn between the Chocolate Starfish album because that Roland song is one of the most obnoxious songs ever created. Come on! <laughs> and uh, Gold Cobra, which uh, that was a later release, um, 2010s. And that's the one I went with because... It was like they wanted to be ICP, but also still kind of be Limp Biscuit, And it was just this weird mix of absolute garbage because Fred Durst can't rap as much as he thinks he can. And in this one, it was like, I don't know. I assume Wes Borland's still in there, but like his crazy heavy guitar riffs just aren't there. It's like it's like ICP was like, you should just do what we do and nothing else. It's so bad. Even ICP had heavy guitar riffs. At well, that's, that's true. <laughs> um, you know, you, you've got me curious now. I've got a yes, indeed. Westmoreland was on Gold Cobra. So. Okay. Well, he just hang, hung out and got paid, I guess. <laughs> you know, hey, more power to you. He, <laughs> he's never really been on board with being. <laughs> He's just that's true. <laughs> he was too talented to be in that band. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's true of his like side projects and stuff. You can kind of tell that, but that's true. He was a weird dude anyway. I, I very much remember him for his weird, like full eye black contacts he used to use. <laughs> pretty fun um I, I must admit to never listening to gold cobra i was off the bandwagon by the uh, but i'd only heard one song off of it and my guess is it's because i i do a lot of mixes i'll just pick like whatever service and it wouldn't have been tw- i just looked it was 2011 that wouldn't have made sense so my guess is it was that music service that you introduced me to that became Napster, and I'm blanking on the name. What's that? Uh, Rhapsody? Oh, what what Napster? Yeah, was, what Napster? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. Um, yeah, I I believe like Rhapsody would just like I would do like a kind of just a random play of things, and on occasion, if I picked the right style of music, I would get that. And that's the only reason I even knew that album existed. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it always surprises me when I find out they're putting out a new album. <laughs> and, and, you know, they've like signed a cash money record. Or uh, it's so stupid. That stupid dad, whatever, rock or whatever. That's stupid. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> So annoyed by that. All right. Well, um, I uh, I can't think about Lip Biscuit anymore unless you're moving on to Lip Biscuit. <laughs> I'm going to to continue to follow the evolutionary tree backwards. So <laughs> my last pick was cold, uh, discovered by Fred one Fred Durst of Lip Biscuit. So Lip Biscuit, and I am going to pick the band that covered that discovered Lip Biscuit, which of course you've already picked. Fortunately, we have a different album. Um, I was never. Past this album, I did not really pay much attention to Corn. Um, they did have the one album where they like kind of returned to their new metal roots, 
they had their dubstep album. Um, but generally, everything they put out since this album sounds the exact same to me. It is like 45 minutes of boom, 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 boom and Jonathan Davis going, and, and you know, I just, I don't need any of that in my life. So I drew the line at this album, which I consider the first bad porn album, uh, and that is Issues. Uh, okay. I know some people still like <laughs> I liked a song or two, uh, but it just generally did not do it for me. Uh, it was when, like, the lyricism just took a steep nosedive. Yes. Is that Falling <laughs> Away From Me? Is that that album? Yes, which is... Okay. The- song that i actually like <laughs> like i just feel like the cover art started getting stupid the yes. lyrics started getting really stupid in fact i think my least favorite porn song is on this album which is make me bad um, oh i forgot just, about that song <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of crap track three on this album is called trash and that's about all you need to know. <laughs> pretty much sums it up Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I um, I forgot how bad that album was, honestly, when I was going through this, because I, I remembered liking Falling Away From Me, and I guess that's why. I just blanked out the rest of the album, like, don't think about it, and it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, it's... I remember being really you know, excited for that album, and... It's it may be one of the first new metal albums that I was just truly disappointed by. Yeah, I was done with Corn at that point. I never, never. I don't think I've ever listened to a full album of theirs since. Well, I'm 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 with you on that. That's that's the same for me. Um, and uh, going back to the extreme generic radio rock bands, um, this is a band who I feel like started out very new metal and then went straight just like bland generic radio rock and uh by this time they had stopped ripping off uh green day riffs so uh uh the uh, uh papa roach love hate tragedy um for two reasons you you mentioned cover art and i hate the stupid baby cover art on this one that's the <laughs> dumbest album cover like i'm i don't know why like i have an irrational just hate of that album cover <laughs> Um, and, and to verify that this was the album for me, I went back and, and forced myself to listen to it. And every single song is the exact same song. And I felt like they, they listened to a lot of Shinedown and they thought we should just sound like them, but just play the same song on every track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a, a tricky one. That was uh, actually that specific album uh, was an honorable mention for me. It just missed <laughs> truly terrible. Uh, you know, you could definitely say what you want about the previous album at Fest um, and like the rapping on it being pretty bad. Um, but honestly, I thought that, and, and I mean, you know, um, Last Resort is a like a you know parody of. <laughs> metal really you know it is it is its own meme uh, <laughs> with all that said they didn't get truly bad until the album that you picked yes uh, because like at least within fest they were interesting <laughs> and yeah it was and, different at like, the time <laughs> okay 
these goofy California kids trying, you know, trying to rap or whatever. <laughs> it was like almost like kind of endearing. And then it's like, okay, now we're just gonna like play some like white trash rock or whatever. <laughs> like, nah, it's so bad. It already exists. <laughs> The the only band who successfully pulls off white trash rock is uh, Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, yeah, very few bands can pull that off. <laughs> pick the best of the bunch there. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a bad one. <laughs> sure. Well, and then, you know, hey, the way that we're structuring this, they're only going to get worse, kids. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> uh, at least, at least in our opinion, but. Uh, I, I feel like we're do already doing a much better job uh, than the article <laughs> that we read before. I agree. <laughs> um, I feel like they said, you know, here are some terrible albums, and we're like, you know, hold our Red Bull. <laughs> we can come up with something a lot worse. And, and with that, I feel like I'm really getting into the groove on this one uh, personally in terms of just like out and out terrible albums. Um, and that is Kid Rock's Cocky. <laughs> um, again, a lot of people can pretty criti- heavily criticize uh, everything about <laughs> his previous album. But to me, there is no worse song from a new metal artist, which it's very much not new metal, but you know, again, mm-hmm. it counts because he was there. Uh, elsewhere on the album and certainly previously previous to this if I ever hear the the song picture with Cheryl Crow again you know I'm, I'm I mean, like, uh, every day is a new metal song you know <laughs> <laughs> I might just have to be institutionalized or something <laughs> flaming pile of crap I've ever heard in my life. Like I could not find two less <laughs> likable singers on one song. All they want to do is have some fun. Cheryl <laughs> <laughs> Crow. I did like a couple kid rock songs on Devil Without a Cause. But man, and then just to see like the kind of person he has become since then. <laughs> yeah, he's awful. Just, wow. It's <laughs> the fact that this is like this early on the list kind of surprises me now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, um, I'll i go ahead and just spoil this and say he's going to show up, but he's not going to show up for me yet. I'm not segueing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, my, uh, my next one is another one of those bands like Korn, who I feel like had some just great, great, like grind through it music in their early stuff. And we actually mentioned this album on our last episode. And uh, this is a chamber music by Cold Chamber. Ah. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it's so hard for me to go from this band who played Big Truck and, and Loco and those songs that were just so hard hitting to this just God awful, like, we need to play the music of the times and maybe bring in Ozzy in case it sucks. So. <laughs> And it still did. Yeah, it was so bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, this was another one that was um, a, uh, a near miss for me. A, uh, uh, well, what do we want to call these? Um, on the, the remainder 
bin or the um, <laughs> honorable mention, I guess, uh, <laughs> chamber music for sure. And and yes, this is definitely one where it is a follow up to, in my opinion, still a very good album. And boy, was it rough to listen to. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with you on that one, it was it was tough uh, just to see them go in that direction. And then like knowing they're still. Like, you know, I think Devil Driver is a very good band. I think Dez came back and, you know, still had a lot of good music in it. I don't know what he was thinking with this album. <laughs> we'll make our missteps, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't have a particularly good segue for this, but what I will say <laughs> is that I had one of those like street team singles <laughs> from this band yes. before I ever heard anything else. And I didn't like a lot of these, a lot of these bands, I at least like a song here or there or even entire albums. And I just hated this band from the start. <laughs> Nothing about them appealed to me. And, and my gosh, are they, ever trying to be like the most like teenage nihilistic like oh everything sucks for us in fact there is a song of that very title everything sucks on this album <laughs> it's the most boring oh poor us life is terrible <laughs> also our music is just <laughs> awful that's going to be the debut album by dope felons and Revolutions. <laughs> <laughs> God, is that a bad album? So I'm going to interrupt you and say that's also on my list. So I'm going <laughs> to say we're uh, we're just crushing this one together here. Yes, it's bad. It is really bad. <laughs> so much is bad. They do a they they try to cover a legendary hip hop song, which is not something you want to do if you look like these guys frankly <laughs> i mean they said it all I forgot they, they did that everything sucks that just that they, then they they covered you spin me around like a record that uh, was that awful. that showed up on my mix when i was on the treadmill the other day and i almost threw my phone out the window <laughs> there's so much wrong with this band i um it's funny like they they're a band who I feel like could have been good musically, but they got too industrial. But like musically, there were times when they showed these glimpses of really heavy, heavy, like you could do something, but then the vocals kicked in and it was just like a screeching owl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it's basically just like, yeah, could you never make a sound again? <laughs> If I remember correctly, like this is the guy who's singing for Static X now. Oh no! Yeah, right. Like I know you didn't like Static X as much as I did, but like that's really sad because that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, I was never a huge fan, but they were definitely better than Dope. <laughs> getting their singer is not a, a great move for them. Oh, that's funny. Well, uh, since we um, shared the album there, you can go on with your next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, my next one is along, and, you know, I have never attempted to 
you know, show much love for industrial. And so it's probably kind of fitting that I pick a couple albums in a row. That I've are, been waiting for that. There's going to, I've got to be honest, it's a pretty industrial heavy back half of my list for sure. <laughs> uh, I will continue it. I will say this for starters. First of all, if you are known primarily for a cover, that's generally not a good sign for you, <laughs> uh, the band. Um, although I will say the cover was not bad. And it, of course, was my introduction to this band. Um, they covered Blue Monday by New Order. Uh, <laughs> fairly solid cover. And then I heard the original. I guess this one right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be Orgy's Candy Ass. Uh, uh, again, so bad. Uh, an album and a, and a band name of, you know, please pay attention to us. We're trying to be edgy. Yes. Failing miserably. And they weren't even edgy. <laughs> no, again, like it was like really bland. Like I felt like they got like they filled themselves up with as many downers as they possibly could. <laughs> and then like like tried to record themselves playing music. <laughs> wow. It's like the Eurythmics tried to play rock. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it was like I've I've never felt just so tired listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's yeah, it was bad. Um I, I I have like the rest of my list honestly falls kind of in the same spot for me. There's not one band that I think is greater than the other. So there's no particular order here. Um but the next one is uh I did not go with their first album. I almost did. Um, but I ended up going with uh, Bloodstained Love Story by Saliva. Um, so I did not go with uh, any click, click and booms. Or <laughs> I, uh, I, and, and the reason I picked this one is like, I remember not really liking this band that much just because it was kind of bland. But like this album in particular actually felt a lot like listening to that Papa Roach album. Like I felt yes. like they were trying to be that same weird, like we want to be on the radio and this is the way we're going to do it. <laughs> I have, uh, I had saliva and Papa Roach side by side on my list, like my original list. Um, I did uh, saliva is a, a, another um, uh, honorable mention. I get dishonorable mention. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I was not going to go with this album because once again, I stopped paying attention to them way before that one came out. Uh, but yeah, just a pretty terrible band in general. Lots of like guys who, you know, are trying to be really angry um, at their mom or whatever. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, trying to be like being steroid fueled and angry. <laughs> Until like the roids wear off and you start like feeling, you know, the the negative, you know, unintended consequences of it and then being like super emotional instead. I, mean, I don't know, but yeah, solid pick. They uh <laughs> I was I was gonna make a Chris Benoit reference, but I decided to just oh yeah. It alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you're on to something. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless they're, unless you're using them as prescribed, stay off steroids. <laughs> Agreed. 
so I'm so torn on who to go to next. Uh, since I've already mentioned him, uh, the Kid Rock album I went with was that stupid rock and roll Jesus album. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and like the main reason, like you picked the song that annoyed the crap out of you. Rock and roll Jesus had that stupid song where he sampled like 14 different songs and, <laughs> and somehow came out a country song, even though title's called rock and roll jesus and country radio just like fawned over that stupid song and played it every other track on the radio and like just all summer long is such a bad song (laughs) but like i went through i did this a few days ago actually I, i went through and listened to the whole album because I felt like I needed to do that to solidify this. And oh my gosh, like it just gets worse as the <laughs> goes on. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, there are a lot of questionable uh, decisions made on on uh, old Bob Ritchie's part. And, uh, you know, he, it just kept, like you said, kept getting worse. <laughs> um he all summer long I use as an instance of him not only like picking a variety of samples but picking like sampling pretty good songs and somehow just agreed oh yes like yeah like because I I was trying to remember all the songs I remember uh Sweet Home Alabama was heavily in there and if I remember correctly the intro is the um oh my gosh the KSR intro music. Yes. I come up with the name of it. <laughs> it's uh, Werewolves of Zivon. Yeah. Zivon. Yeah. Of course, I can think of his name, but not the name of the song. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, and, and I will say what you said earlier is true. Um, the only thing I'll give Kid Rock is, is he had a few good tracks on the first album, but. After that, like, there's literally nothing, nothing I think he did well. <laughs> the funny thing is that he actually nailed the new metal thing. He was oh, yeah. a pretty legit new metal uh, musician. Agreed. And then he tried to, like, do the country thing. And it was when the rumors that he was, like, whose son, Hank Williams Jr.'s son or something started happening. And, like, (laughs) I don't know if you remember that or not, but people started, like, I don't know who started that. It's not true, but uh, I don't know who started that. But, like, it that became such a big thing that I think that's why he went into the country direction because he ended up on a at a country music award show and did that in country music we don't say the f word song. What? <laughs> yes, that sounds terrible. And, and Taylor Walker Jr. would like to have a word with him. By the way, that's the best kind of country music. <laughs> and and while we're talking about good country music and about the offspring of Hank Williams Jr. Uh, his, his actual son is a much better musician. A hundred percent. I was actually just listening to him this morning. <laughs> Loving some Hank three. For sure. uh, no right. Kid rock. We can do without that. We're, I believe uh, we're down to the final four, right? Um, yeah. I, uh, I do sort of have a segue here uh, since your Kid Rock pick was Rock and Roll Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to pick a band that is very familiar with Jesus. Um, 
And it is another band that I, I actually used to like. Uh, I saw them in their early days, uh, saw them live, really enjoyed them. Um, and in, in this case, to me, um, this band got their own Yoko. Uh, <laughs> not only was she there on the periphery, but she actually joined the band. Um, and that band is Skillet, and the album, even though it's not their first oh, uh, with this particular member, uh, the album Comatose, uh, which is pretty much what it made me when I listened to it. Um, they do this weird little like dual vocal thing all the time. Every yeah, it's like the, the dude and his wife, if I'm thinking correctly, yes, right? They're yeah. they a married couple. <laughs> uh, and it's basically just the guy going, yeah, uh, and then she sings the exact same thing, but in her like high pitched voice. Yeah. <laughs> and just over and over. My gosh, are they terrible? Um, that's that's I, a pretty good description. <laughs> um, and unfortunately for them, like most people are not familiar with their. Uh, it's like it's basically like a Black Eyed Peas before Fergie thing. Yes. Like if you ever listen to the first couple Black Eyed Peas albums, and I would also say the first couple Skillet albums, totally different band, much better. Go check that stuff out. Basically, you at least had to know a youth group kid to even know this stuff existed. <laughs> <laughs> I was a youth group kid. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I got them in 98 back when they were uh, still putting out so they were pretty pretty decent hard rock band really i uh i was not a youth group kid but that was uh like my exposure was the the group i hung out with at the time because uh their their listening uh circle there was like skillet and goaty hook and uh, all those guys <laughs> <laughs> for sure i uh, had a uh, there's a little chart um in my church's like youth room that had like, if you like this secular band, you'll probably <laughs> like this Christian band. That's amazing. And um, while sure I think don't. that's kind of silly, I did find like a few pretty good bands. On that's there. awesome. Skillet being one of them. Uh, wow. I think I had like a, I got some compilation that Skillet, it was like Skillet and Bleach. Bleach. And, Nirvana. Basically, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were like three or four really good bands on that compilation. I can't for the life of me think what it was called. But and that guy from Bleach ruined his vocals, like completely destroyed his vocals and had to stop singing. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. I with these bands very well, except <laughs> they were they became mainstream like skillet, but <laughs> uh, so I'll um Honestly, probably, maybe. That was a lot of words that could have gone different directions. Uh, I, 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 this band possibly could have been early in the list because, at least for me personally, I actually think their first album, which came out in the very early 2000s, the very early days of new metal, was not bad. And... This is one of those where I think I'm teetering the line of like, is it new metal or not? Um, because their first album might have just been metal, but like, I feel like they played that line. And this band is Avenged Sevenfold. Um, okay. I picked the the album Bat Country because I feel like that's the album where they were like, all right, we're done. We want to be on the radio. We could care less about how good our music was before. Let's do this. <laughs> I would pick. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with you. Another band that just started out. I remember, um, hearing their first album, um, at when, when I myself was in a band at the time, 
um, probably the only one eh, anyway. Um, and, and just thinking, wow, this, that was probably like my first time hearing metal core. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were just, they were really fun. And I do know that their singer had some, also some vocal cord issues where he couldn't oh, yeah. scream for a while. And the rumor was that that influenced their sound, but yeah, they <laughs> the sound got weird. Like yeah. he almost went this weird, like, since we mentioned it last week, this weird, like Michael Graves vocal style, almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And <laughs> honestly, the thing that always irritated me most about Avenged Sevenfold was like, they tried way too. I'm glad you mentioned Michael Graves, even though you're talking about something else. They tried way too hard to do that whole like, "Ooh, we're dark and spooky." Yes, and like their their Even their album covers looked like death metal. Yeah, well, and their little like alter egos and stuff. They all had like goofy names. I forgot stuff. about. That. <laughs> well, that makes it worse. Yeah, it was rough. They're Man five thousand. What? Oh. <laughs> Musically, they're very solid. They never like gave up on their like musical abilities. Agreed. Didn't sound good. After yeah, that. it made me sad. Like hearing that backcountry album because that sounding the seventh trumpet album was yeah. my exposure to them, and I was just like, "Holy cow!" Like it was, like you said, it was kind of that first wave of real metalcore. And it was just so good. <laughs> Stupid heavy. It was, uh, that was really fun. I really liked that, that area. Yes. Um, and I'm having a little bit of trouble. Like you said, these all, these are all, we're getting into albums. I just, <laughs> really, just bad. really hate. Um, and they're all albums that are super popular. So that's, uh, you know, going to get a lot of disagreement on this. It's good. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the, you know, to just really, uh, just anger people. Um, I'm going to go with another one very much like hybrid theory where like in high school, everybody had this album. Everybody was playing it constantly. And with the exception of like two songs, I really hated it from the start. Uh, it's got a bad 80s cover. It's got lots of goofy, weird electronic sounds. It's got probably the worst vocals I've ever heard um, that people for some reason think are great. You're describing uh, me. <laughs> you know, I don't remember those, those vocals from you. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, yeah, you're pretty much. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the sickness by disturbed. Ah, interesting pick. That was yeah. a very, very popular album. <laughs> yes, and most people I know stand by it. Uh, and again, this is another one. It's funny how much they mirror Linkin Park. Uh, their follow-up album I thought was pretty decent. But basically, and, and again... They like, got heavier as they went. Yeah, well, and, and just like um, the, the singer dropped a lot of like the... Like the whole first album was just like these... <laughs> <laughs> but like he had weird little like growl it was like he had and no offense to the people who are actually afflicted by this but it was like the dude had Tourette's or something musical Tourette's musical Tourette's yes <laughs> and you know 
he's never been the most likable person anyway. That's uh, true. Like leaned into the whole uh, goofy, you know, new, you know, playing new metal, but like trying to be a goth kid or whatever he was. Doing. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and then just, yeah, like lots of very strange noises and their stage shows really weird too. I could see that. Sure. When is- I, when I saw them uh, in that uh, music as a weapon tour, they opened their show with two Nazi guards coming out and throwing him in the gas chamber. Right. <laughs> it was weird. And like, you know, okay, I know he's Jewish. You know, I can respect <laughs> what, you know, he has been through. You know, I'm sure he has dealt with lots of anti Semitism. Um, you know, I, nobody should ever have to deal with that. The Jewish people in general, you know, I shouldn't have to say this, have obviously been through a lot. Um, but like, I feel like he only plays into that when he wants sympathy. For him, I feel like he's like, oh, I'm big, tough metal dude. And then somebody doesn't like him. And he's like, oh, well, I'm Jewish. Yes. But dude, come on. I agree. Uh, like the the real persecution that people have faced over the years. Yes. Uh, but, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I've totally misread him. Obviously, I don't know him or anything. But it's just a weird thing to randomly incorporate into your yeah I, I agree um my uh like you said just now like since these last few are just like I, I mean they're all pretty bad this is probably the lesser of three evils um, uh, this one uh i don't even know that a lot of people know this but i will say before i say this i worked a job three or four years ago and There was a guy I worked with who said he had a friend who loved this band so much that he followed them around the country on tour, which is the funniest thing I have ever heard because of the fact that, number one, most people probably don't know who this band is. And and, remember the Grateful Dead being (laughs) metal. That's so weird. Uh, it, it just like and that story got me. Like I just love that someone followed like this band had a groupie. Uh and this uh this band is the Union Underground. <laughs> and uh, the, the the album is uh, an education and rebellion, and I don't believe they had any albums outside of this one. But uh, uh the, the notable songs, of course, were uh, South Texas Death Ride and uh, Turn Me yeah. On Mr. Dead Man. Um, since you mentioned very uh, industrial heavy bands, this band played heavily on that and heavily uh, since we've mentioned it on the um, like, I want to be creepy aspect, obviously, with the turn me on to Mr. Deadman title. But like, I remember I, I owned this album. Uh, I'll say that I remember liking it, but going back, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> like lyrically it's just stupid yeah it's i don't think i owned it i did have i remember listening to it at my house so i must have borrowed somebody's copy or something um the thing that got me about this band is they very much lean into being from texas yes um, which okay um anybody who knows me knows that my favorite band of all time is pantera <laughs> uh, you know, you want to try the the Pantera thing, go for it. You know, nobody's ever like successfully 
copied them, but you know, there are some bands that have come very close, uh, not all from Texas, but, um, anyway, I like that sound. I like the Southern metal thing, the union underground. I feel like just, they had a shot to really fit into that subgenre and then just blew it. They just yes. couldn't convert. So yes, excellent. Pick. <laughs> when I picked disturbed, uh, you mentioned uh, the stage show uh, being wild and, and I feel like that really fits for this next band. It's, pretty much primarily what they're they're known for i uh mm. the reason i'm picking them is more the the industrial part um, <laughs> they're definitely into that as well um i don't think i have ever just like disliked an album from start to finish quite as much uh even though i, I feel like i almost picked this album if it's what i'm thinking <laughs> That's interesting because I didn't know if if that if we're thinking of the same one, I didn't know you had quite the distaste for it that I do. But anyway, I'm gonna go with Sensuk to buy Rammstein. And that's part of what irritates me about this album is how like everybody who owned this album was suddenly German. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, look, I've got uh you know, I've got the new Disturbed album and I've got the new, I don't know what, Linkin Park or whatever. And I've got Rammstein. <laughs> okay. Uh, so maybe it was as much the fans as anything. Um, you know, I actually respect this band because I know that they're, they always try to like provoke um, censors and conservatives. Oh, yeah. And what, you know, good for them. Do your thing, whatever. Um, but my gosh, is the music ever just like, a, like the biggest like musical turnoff ever? Just don't like that they that all their lyrics are in German and you don't understand them. I listen to lots of bands that have, uh, you know, the, whose lyrics are in other languages. Um, I, there's much more to it than that. This is just like. I mean, the guy growls through the entire thing. Every song starts. on, like the appealing, like vocal style. Ever. Let's. Uh, I, this. Uh, this not this particular album, but I, I looked at them because, like, they were a band that I genuinely really liked in high school. Um, because if I remember correctly, the album you picked was late 90s 97 98 ish sounds right I, I really liked them in high school and and it's one of those like when i tried to go back and listen i was like wow this is bad <laughs> we all we all have those moments uh, this album was 97. Okay, I thought it was around there because I knew I discovered them because actually there was a girl who's a foreign exchange student from Germany and I would ask her because uh, I would bring my CD Walkman to school uh, and I would ask her what the lyrics to the songs were actually saying. 
How did she handle this? Um, she actually liked them, so uh, she uh, she would she would just write the lyrics out for me so I could see them. They were weird, like cool. it made it worse translated, honestly. <laughs> um, <laughs> my uh, my next one. Um, I almost feel bad picking these guys because they're from Kentucky, Ooh. but they're. They're one of those who I actually had this album and I remember liking them, but it didn't take me long to get really annoyed by them. Uh, this is the self-titled album by Flaw. Oh, yes. <laughs> They're like, if you could like can generic new metal, it would be that album. Like yeah. if you took new metal and just stripped it down to what made it what it was, it feels like that's what they did. And they were like, we don't need to do any more than this. They're going to play us and we'll get enough fans to move on. And we'll just hang out here in Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's excellent call on that. Um, I never owned a flaw album. I've never heard a flaw album all the way through, but I have heard a few songs and I totally agree with you on just the, like, that is quintessential generic. <laughs> oh, I've got so basically everything in there. I don't think they had a DJ or whatever. But like being, <laughs> it was pretty much, uh, yeah, didn't, didn't really work for me. So I'm totally uh, with you there. This, um, I feel like I need a, a drum roll here. Um, this is our, right. our, our final albums. So uh, I'm curious what uh, essentially the worst album on your list is. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is one, and actually, you know, if honestly, like just song to song, I would say I would probably put Romstein as the worst. Um, but I picked this one because they're just the unlikability of the singer and also how many like absolutely terrible songs are on there. Not every song is terrible, but the terrible songs are really terrible. <laughs> Uh, this is also the one we talked before we started recording about whether or not they fit new metal. And this is the one I kept that is the most borderline new metal, I think. Uh, although I think it is, and I'm actually looking at the Wikipedia article for it, and it's the first genre listed. So I guess I'm oh, good. There you go. Um, but I could see there being a little, it being a little questionable. Uh, at any rate, I'm going to go with another band uh, from a, uh, a southern location, uh, like your last pick, and uh, that is uh, Evanescence and their debut album, Fall. I, I actually almost went with them, because it was <laughs> them and 12 Stones both, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, good call. Um, you know, it's weird. Like, I think Amy Lee is a traditionally good singer. Oh, she has excellent vocals. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that her like hired band is like, you know, skilled because they already hired a band. <laughs> um, but it's like so many of the songs are just so annoying. Like bring me to life is a song I could just never hear again. And <laughs> um I am looking through the track listing. I do see that they covered a soul embraced song on here. What? Just wild to think about. So I may have to look into yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna go have to find that too. <laughs> uh, I think I think if she's doing like 
like ballads. Like if she were a pop singer, she'd be pretty good. Like uh, the song "My Immortal," it's you know, I mean, it shows off her her vocal skills. Um, but she has been a consistently unlikable person through the <laughs> extent of this band's career. Yes, just has these like unbelievably annoying songs that pop up on every. That's uh, yeah, that's that's my my number one pick, I guess. If we look at it that way. <laughs> Um, yeah, that I I'm with you. Uh, that was that was a bad one. I almost I almost they didn't make my list, but they almost did. Um, my uh, my final is I, I feel like it's the most annoying song from the era, uh, and and I just I, I can't explain how much I dislike this band. Uh, it's the uh, the gift of game by Crazy Town. Ah! <laughs> Crazy like, Town is another dishonorable uh, mention for me. It was just so bad. Like it was like this. I don't know. Even like it. It was like they thought they could rap, but then like the guitar riffs made no sense. I the entire album's just really bad. The hit, of course, Butterfly. The, <laughs> the lyrics were just ignorant. Like that, a hundred percent. That's the worst for me. Yeah, it, Butterfly is basically like if a tramp stamp was a song, which is like right <laughs> down to the title. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, so bad. Yeah. I, I, you know, every every white trash person I knew loved that song. <laughs> uh, that's the quickest way to get me to not like it. Um, I did avoid picking this. It got removed from my initial list because I honestly think when they're doing the like rap core thing, you know, at their most, I don't know what, at the, when they're at the top of their game, you know, I honestly think they're not bad. They're no worse than any other like kind of rap. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think they honestly know hip hop better than, a lot of bands that are like, oh, we better have a rapper. I agree with that. It's good. <laughs> they uh, covered an alcoholic song on this album. KRS-One is on this album. So they get a little more hip hop cred than your average like white boy new metal band. Um, <laughs> that said, yeah, there's some really terrible stuff. Uh, and, and Butterfly alone is just, ooh, that's right. <laughs> well, what uh yeah, well, those were uh, those were some bad albums. Um, things I wouldn't add to my playlist. But, uh, this was a this was a fun one. And if I'll say anything between the two of us, no matter what topic we talk about, I'd say this is the one topic that we're both going to know the most about anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but, we're talking about stuff we hated. Well, <laughs> like seriously, out of the out of your picks, how many of those albums did you own? Oh, at least half of them. At least. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's kind of sad going back. It's like, why did I think this was good? <laughs> I, I just added them up. I own six of the ten that I picked. That's, that's right around where I was. I, that's pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. And, and some of them I might even still have somewhere. That's. <laughs> I, I had my CD binder, but I couldn't even tell you where it is now. It might be at my dad's house in his shed. Who knows? 
But I, I, I remember I got up to four or 500 CDs at one time. So Lord knows what I had in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was at about 300. Uh, it's ridiculous. I'm There's glad terrible stuff. In there. Yes. I'm that glad point. music lives in my pocket now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this is, this was a fun one. Um, I, uh, for for next week um i don't know exactly what the topic's going to be but uh i have some ideas and uh we i've talked to the people that i want to join us and they're all 100% on board so every single one of them and i was happy for that um the first guest we're going to have on um i uh i'm going to have to brush up on my knowledge and and uh daniel will outdo me on the knowledge on this one Anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little wrestling. So wow. uh, it's uh, it's it's been a while. So I'm gonna have to brush up a little, <laughs> especially only... since we learned today that Luke Perry's son is the Jungle Boy with a- <laughs> is it AEW? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm only recently re-entered the wrestling fray myself. <laughs> huge wrestling fan through most of the '90s. And basically haven't watched it since until <laughs> months. Um, AEW is everything that wrestling used to be. Oh, that's good. And there are lots of really good independent promotions out there now. So, yeah, I, I feel excited about wrestling for the first time since I was probably 12 or 13 years old. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some brushing up. And, uh, I mean, we'll talk about the old school days too, like, but uh, I, I'm excited about that one. And then the others, um, uh, one guy will, it'll be a, a theme park heavy uh, podcast, which I'm always happy with. And uh, the other, the other guy does what we do um, just random topics. So, that one will be just a just a normal run of the mill day for us. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm excited about those. Um, I'm I'm excited for um, semi consistency. So uh, hopefully we can keep churning these out and and continue consistency throughout the year. And uh, I um, I'm not sure if it'll be the next episode or the one after when we have the wrestling conversation, but it'll be one of those two, uh, depending on how schedules work out. Yeah, we can do our, our 10 best new metal albums, <laughs> our, our 10 most mediocre new metal albums. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is there really a best? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can probably come up with them all. Uh, but, but yeah, we've. Uh, yeah, always lots of uh, good uh, stuff we can. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this this was a fun one. I, I enjoyed this uh, breaking down terrible music. So uh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. To, hopefully, we can break down something we enjoy next time. <laughs> yeah, we should probably do that on occasion. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that, uh, we're going to get out of here. We'll see you later. Bye.